given that I recognize pretty much everybody that's sitting here right now, uh, you know, you know the drill. But uh, I'll do the I'll do the rundown just because I maybe there's two people that I don't recognize. If you need to use the restroom, it's it's back that way and to the left. TJ back there wearing a blue collared shirt. If you happen to get lost on your way, he will guide you. Never never fret. He will guide you. Uh, um, if uh, we're having an open discussion here, it's a fellowship. So if you have a question or comment, just raise your hand. Myself or Esteban will bring you the mic. And when you're holding the mic, do us a do us a favor. Just hold it kind of how I'm holding it. Try not to wave it around or anything like that. Don't get it too close to your face, not too far away. Just so. Uh, and also, uh, if you could, please silence your cell phones. Silence the cell phones. I know you guys are tired, tired of me saying it, but I'm tired of hearing the cell phones, frankly. So, you know, until, until there's consistently no, no cell phones, the announcement must be made. Uh, the same thing with the food or drink. Uh, it looks like everybody's got that covered. No food or drink. Uh, anyways, uh, that's, all, that's all for me. Thanks for coming, guys. Happy Sunday. Are we ready, Billy? Yeah. Okay. Did you work out today? No. Later. <laughs> coffee and relax. <laughs> Good morning. Welcome to the church. I am Jesse Lee Peterson. Thank you so much for being with me. You can get involved by going to our chat line and I can uh, respond to some of your questions on YouTube there. Um, and good morning, everybody. Good morning. It, it is um, tomorrow is Memorial Day, so we will not have the office open. It will be closed. Happy Memorial Day to... Do you supposed to say Happy Memorial Day or this is a sad day? <laughs> don't we feel be remembered the dead? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You don't have to be sad about don't, it. Don't be sad about it? Yeah, it can be neutral. Happy Neutral Day. <laughs> Memorial Day. I don't know if you're supposed to be sad or just reflect and be thankful for the men who sacrificed their lives for us. I do appreciate that. Um... Happy morning, everybody. Uh, any first time visitors? Yes, sir. Yeah, me. What's your name and where are you from? Uh, my name is Oscari. Oscari. Uh, I'm from Santa Cruz, California. Great. Yeah. How did you hear about us? Uh, a coworker of mine introduced me to uh, to your you on YouTube because uh, we were having a conversation about anger, and something was just uh, in my life was just kind of causing me to to, to uh, turn away from it. Yeah, I just naturally, it was something that was telling me it wasn't right. And then, uh, yeah. And then you were turning away from anger? I was, yeah, yeah my life. And I was telling my coworker, I said, it's been about three months now where I don't use anger. And he goes, what do you mean you don't use anger? I said, I just choose not to use anger. Yeah. And it's just been something. And then, and then the next week, he just, he said, check this guy out. And then I watched your video, and it, everything just kind of came together. Right on. Yeah. And uh, what was your first impression of the first video you saw? I 
thought it was amazing. Oh, God. Yeah. And did you go and forgive your mother? You know what? Yeah, and, and that was a difficult thing for me because um, uh, I had never considered that to be the problem. Yeah. Um, and then when I knew what I needed to do, um, I I, th- I thought it would have been easier, but it, it wasn't. It took me a little bit of time to build myself up to it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, were you surprised you were free to your mother? Yeah, I didn't know I was. Yeah. 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 A grown man scared a mama. Yeah. I didn't know it either until I had to face her. That's when I realized, well, I didn't know I was afraid of her. And that's why we men don't deal with women in the right way. They can't deal with mama. Yeah. And so what happened when you went to her? She listened. Uh, it seemed as if she understood. <laughs> but I, I was at peace. Interesting. It was right interesting. On. Yeah. It was real interesting how that worked. Nice. Yeah. Man. So. And how about your father? You dealt with him too? Um. You know, naturally, I always kind of uh, forgave my father just yeah. naturally because I seen the situation he was dealing with. And I wasn't my only child. There yeah. was other, chi- other, other children that he had, yeah. brothers and sisters that had different mothers. And so I didn't fi- I figured, you know, by me being selfish and hogging them all to myself and being angry at him wasn't right. Yeah. So I just kind of like, I've always kind of allowed, like, kind of forgave him for that and just nice, was grateful man. to be around him when I could. Right on. Any questions for me or disagreements or anything? No. Oh, man, I'm just, I've been doing your silent prayer for the last uh, four weeks. Two or three times a day. Right on. And that is just something else. It's something else, huh? It is. It's amazing. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Good, man. Yeah. So. Well, stay with it. Your life's going to get better and better and better. And Satan will try to talk you out of it. Don't stop doing it. Stay with it. Yeah. Because that way you're in the presence of God mm. instead of being lost in your head. Something that really uh, hit home for me was how yesterday is, is done, it's gone, it's over with. Yeah. Tomorrow doesn't exist. And then the, the in the right now thing was what really kind of, that's been really getting me lately. It's just like, wow, you know. It makes me be more of myself in every moment. Yep. You know. Absolutely. The people dying on the highway, getting shot in the cars, and it's like, you know, we live and we're alive. That's God right. is with us. <laughs> that's right. Amazing, man. Well, welcome. Thank you. All right. Anybody else first time? Is this your first time? No, my second time. Oh, okay. Any questions about anything? No? Well, we can do the offering. Go on. Who had it? Oh, okay. Yeah, I just want to point out something that I've been new, but it's just, like, obvious how, like, young people got so much anger. It's just, like, um, on my way here, I was on the train, and I saw, like, some some young teenage-looking girls they was talking about game banging. It was like, oh, I'm a, I'm a, we got to do this or we going to jump that B and stuff like that. And I'm just like, wow. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, just like I, I, they, they was talking about how they learned from their OGs or whatever, like yeah. what to do and stuff. And then um, I had a little coin in my pocket, a coin with the Ten Commandments on it. So, like, when I got off, I went and I gave it to them. And then they were just like, what the? <laughs> <laughs> so I was just, I told them God bless and I got off. So uh, Good, that. man. Right on. Nice. Yeah, it's a lot of anger. That's why we are, this year we're bringing back Christianity and love. We got to bring it back. Otherwise, it's over. I was, um, I was watching some news show or something. 
And I realized that words are, are being used to control people. And if you have not overcome the world, you are subject to the words, right? And I was thinking about how I remember a time when they started using the word racism and white people became afraid and and they saw the children of the lie saw that they could get away with that word, that they could get free stuff, they can get affirmative action and all that. And I'm like, wow, that's something else. And now because no one rejected that one, most people did not reject it, it has gotten worse to a point that they call it critical race theory now. And because you have allowed evil to happen, they can now just give it another word because when you think about it, there's no such thing as critical race theory. I asked several people, what is that? No one has been able to tell me. Anyone know what that is? You know what critical race theory is? You raise your hand like Hitler. <laughs> what the? <laughs> I'd say critical race theory is anti-white propaganda. And that's what they mean by it? Uh, yeah, if you read into it, it was yeah, written it by uh, something, D'Angelo, and, you know, she's like a Jew. Yeah. And it's it's pretty common for them to be, like, subversive and really anti-white like that and, you know, want open borders and all these European countries and, like, hey, us as a Christian nation, we pray for them, you know, we bless them and wish them well, but... You know, there's a lot of them who don't practice the Torah or have, like, God inside their heart. So, you know, they mean well by doing it. I think Dennis Prager kind of laid it out pretty good. Like, hey, you know, they, like, thrive in multicultural societies and, you know, they yeah. they, they mean to do good. But, but what I notice is that it's really a word that's used to control black people, intimidate whites, because... Um, they have used this word racism for so long, the blacks have fallen for it, and it has built their egos, and they are very violent. And because they have been telling the blacks that it's not your fault, it's someone else for so many years, and it made black people feel that I'm not at fault. I don't have to take responsibility. It's someone else's fault. And anytime you blame someone for your issues as an adult, you're a weak, pathetic person. It means that you're just weak. And so they have weakened the black people, set them up to use them. And what I noticed is that years went by, and now they have placed the blacks in position of so-called authority and power. And the blacks are, in their ego, fallen state, they are helping to destroy America. They're literally just tearing it down. And they know that people are afraid to say anything about it. And they'll get away with doing it. It's like when you spoil your kids. And when they become adults, they won't, they won't go to work on anything. They always have excuses. They're always trying to get out of work. And if you demand that they go to work, they'll kill you. If you stop taking care of them, if you stop giving to them, they'll start stealing, they'll start lying, they will kill you. And so the report came out this week. One of the Black Life founders woman Patrice Killer what's her name Colors oh what did I say Patrice Killer same thing (laughs) she uh, it's been reported that she got a lot of the money she was like 
it's being reported that she like stealing the money or something. And she bought all these homes and everything. And I thought to myself, why is anyone surprised by that? <laughs> you know, no such thing as Black Lives Matter, right? But businesses and people gave a lot of money to Black Lives Matter under the pre- pretense that it was helping. And they're destroying the police departments. They're dividing the races. They're burning down the country. They don't trust one another. And I don't, and I don't know why anyone was surprised that um, this woman took the money for her own personal gain. That's why they keep you down and out so you don't think for yourself, so they can rip you off for self, either for positions in, in government or for money or both. And so that's why you got to start overcoming words. Because they are making up all these kind of words just to manipulate and control. And it's like when somebody hates you, they call you names, right? And then the moment you get mad, they, you want to donate. You want to give. Or they make you feel good. Likewise, they're doing that with all these other words, racism and sexism, critical race theory and police brutality. You got to overcome words. You should not be moved by words at all. You got to overcome them. That's how you, your woman control you or the man control women. You got to overcome words. Once you're born again of God, you can no longer identify with words and cultural and all that stuff that's going on in the world. So I really want to encourage you. You got to overcome these words. And it's amazing how white people are out there teaching critical race theory. They're telling themselves, they're telling others, yeah, I'm a racist. I hate you. <laughs> what are you supposed to do with that? The kids already think that white people hate them because of their color. So if you have a white teacher telling you, I am a racist, simply because I'm white, what do you expect the kids to do with that? They don't know how to handle that. And who would want a teacher admitting that they're racist? How do you know the teacher being honest about anything else? It's time to wake up. It really is. So you got to overcome words. Anybody that uh, a move by word is a beta. You're, you're weak. All right. Any question about that? And the world, pay attention to the world. You pay attention to the media. They don't say anything. The experts don't say anything. It, it's just all empty words with no meaning. Yes, sir. Not really a good question, but it's just I, the older I get, the more I realize those sayings that we were taught as kids, like sticks and stones, you know, may break my bones. Yeah. But those things are so true, and it's like it's amazing how, as a kid, like we were taught those things. It's like, oh, that, that's, you know, so obvious, like, of course. But it's like the older I get, a lot of people, I realize a lot of people didn't quite internalize that. Right. Um, it's just very interesting that all these things that we're taught as kids really do apply when you're older and you don't really think about it until it's, you know, or you don't, like, you don't see it until it's too late almost. I remember that sticks and stones may break my bone, but work would never hurt me. Mm-hmm. But now people are uh, hurt by words. It's yep. mind blowing. Yeah, it's really, really It strange. doesn't even make sense that a word hurt you. You know you're weak. When a word can hurt you, it's mind blowing. So the biblical, the biblical question for this week was uh, how do you know? You have faith in God. Anybody here has faith in God? Look at Hitler again. 
It's like this, man. Isn't that all this? You're making me nervous. No. I'm... American salute. That's right. French salute. French salute. <laughs> Whatever. Let me see it again. Those who have faith in God. Oh, good. Uh, how do you know you have faith in God? Um, so... I, I, I guess I feel like this I is have, such a good question. It is. It's hard to answer. Um, I was thinking about it a lot because I knew I'd be coming here today. I knew you'd give me the mic. <laughs> um, and for me, anyway, the times where I felt like I had the most faith in God is one. I believe beyond a shadow of a doubt that he's real, that Jesus Christ is real. And number two, um, my fear just goes away for some reason. So know. you know you have faith in God because you believe he is real? And what did you say about Jesus? Same thing. I oh, believe okay. Jesus is real. And, and what else you say? Just the lack of fear. Oh, okay. You, you know? have no fear? I, I wouldn't say I don't have any fear, but I have a lot less than I used to have. And so you still have some? A little bit, yeah. And why do you have some? Um, it just, it feels like caution to me. It feels like, you know, just watching and just being aware of danger around me kind of fear. Not necessarily like if I speak out, I'm going to lose my job kind of fear. It's more just, just caution, oh, physical okay. All right. violence kind of caution. Amazing. You have faith in God. How do you know you have faith in God? Had you thought about this before I made it a biblical question? No. How do you know you have faith in God? Uh, well, these uh, since I've been coming here, I know I have faith in God now. Um, you know, just from my um, my situation with my brother, I know that time, and uh, it sucked, but it was just like I still had um, a calmness in me, just right. like. You know, your brother was shot and killed, right? Yes. Or something. Yeah. yeah. So I like I look back and I look how I felt at that time. It just like I imagine if it was a different time period, I probably I probably would be way different. Right. So I know at that time I had faith in God. Oh, okay. And just like things about worrying about a job and or like the place that I got, I know I have faith in God. If like if something if I lose it, I won't be too mad upset about it right yeah so you're on your own now right yeah how, how, what is life for you being out on your own living on your own taking care of yourself doing your thing uh, it's awesome yeah it's awesome it's yeah. amazing huh? yeah. yeah nice great um you have faith in god and how do you know you have faith in him well it's kind of recent i only really started to understand what God was when I started to come here and listen to you and really ask for help from God. And then ever since then, I've noticed my life has just been, you know, changing for the better in just these small different ways. And um, I'm able to, or I've been really just like facing my fears and it turns out they're really nothing just but things in my head. And um, that's how I know I have faith in God because 
I continue just to believe and things continue to improve. And, oh, okay. Yeah. Francisco, you have faith in you kind of old. You're going to be dying soon. You should have it. That's right. <laughs> you better be trying to no. You have faith in God? No, I, I don't think so. I, you don't? You know, of myself, I, I'm just thinking about it. I really don't have power over anything or, you know, um, so he kind of gives it to me, gives me understanding. I really don't think I have faith. I have belief and understanding. You have belief but not faith? I, you know, whatever he has, he gives to me. You know, he makes, helps me to see. Because I don't uh, know what you're talking about. If I, can, if I can give it to myself, then he said, "No, I don't have it." I, if I can give it to myself, then then I would have all that I need. And so what are you saying? That I I don't have it. I don't have it. I don't think I have it. No, I think he he gives me faith, gives me understanding, but yeah, of myself. So you say you don't have it. No, but he gives it to you. Yeah. How does he give it to you? Um, I, I don't know. I guess by you still seeing, smoke pot. I do. Oh. No, he no, doesn't smoke pot. I don't, smoke pot. <laughs> I don't think you ever smoke pot, right? Uh, t- twice. Oh, you did. Yeah, yeah I, I thought all Mexicans smoke pot. pot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So okay. I'm, I'm thinking about it. You know, um, I. It just reminds me of that saying, you know, of yourself, you can't do anything. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Hermes, you have faith in God. You know, I pondered that question this week, yeah. and I don't have an answer. I don't, I don't, I'm not sure. You don't know if you have faith or not? I don't have an answer for that question. Oh, I see. Yeah. What the? <laughs> All right. Mary, you have faith in God. Oh, hold on for a minute. I, I have faith in God, yes. And how do you know you have faith in God? How do I know? I don't know how I know. I just know I have faith in God because he's the only thing that's keeping me from being not here. He's the only thing that's keeping you from being not here? Yeah. What does that mean? That means keeping me alive, keeping oh, me see. safe, keeping me healthy, keeping me. Um, have you ever thought about that before? Do I really have faith in God? I always knew I had faith in God. You had all and your I, life? I knew, I knew that, yes, because when I was a child, we had the worst upbringing. And I always said, God is protecting me and I'll be okay. So you never not have faith in God? No. Nope. Oh, okay. Amazing. Uh, how about Big Bob? What's your real name, Big Bob? Derek. <laughs> I used to know his real name. What is it? Derek. Oh, yeah, Derek. Derek. Yeah. Derek, you have faith in God? Yes. And how do you know? Um, I guess I'll say, well, not I guess I'll say. I guess what, I'll say. <laughs> what comes to me is like, <laughs> Just that, like I feel, just the that will be done. That that's how I, that's what I live by. So I, I don't have control over it, but I just know that that I have faith in God. I I just know. You don't have control over what? Uh, 
over anything. Okay. And that's that's how I see it. That will be done. All I right. just let let it happen. Okay. Amazing. Uh, right here. Uh huh. You have faith in God. I, I do have faith in God. Yes. And how do you know you do? I know I have faith in God. Uh, my my understanding of faith in God would have to be uh, like believing wholeheartedly. Maybe I don't see in the physical form, but having the spirit. So it seems like everything outside of me is not satisfying me. Right? It's not taking the stress away, the anxiety, uh, anything like that. But but when I seek like within myself, right? Uh, there's like peace. It's like everything. Everything makes sense. I, 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 so like seeking within yeah. uh, is how I'm able to see and have faith. Nice. That God is real. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. How about you? You have faith in God. Yeah. And how do you know? To me, it's it's in in your head. There's always like the the voice the voice of satan will tell you something will be difficult or hard or like something oh it's going to be so hard to do but when you find yourself in the situation that's like that this voice is telling you it's going to be so difficult if you don't overreact if you don't listen to it but if you're just if you're just in the present then you know god's with you and you can overcome it and instead of overreacting and Getting all into the mess and the drama of the world, you're you're able to stay above it and out of it, and that's that's how I know that I that God is with me, that I have faith in God. Amazing, it's an amazing question. Give it to the young man right behind you. Yes. You have faith in God. No. You do not. No. And how do you know you don't? Because I still listen to the voice inside of my head. And. and why are you still doing it? I can't seem to get out. Like what, do you, I just, what do you mean? I don't seem to be, even when I do the silent prayer, I don't seem to be able to get outside of it. I feel like there's a constant narrative going on. I think because I was raised a Christian, so I'm super judgmental by, you know, because of that. And so I judge everything I see all the time right. and listen to that voice. So I don't have faith in God. So being a Christian makes you judgmental? Yes, I believe so. And when you say you judge everything, what do you mean by that? I look at everything as good or bad. Even when I hear people make comments, <clears throat> the voice inside of my head said, oh, that was right, that was wrong, that guy knows what he's talking about, that guy doesn't. You know. <laughs> 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 so you're sitting there just having a conversation about everybody, huh? Pretty much, all the time, Yeah, my entire life. Do you do the silent prayer? I do. And, but... that, and that doesn't help at all? I just feel like the silent prayer, instead of watching the thoughts, I get caught by them, and then I fall into them, and then 20 minutes has gone by, and I've been daydreaming about work that day. So you did what? I've been daydreaming about the job I have to do that day and what I'm going to do. Instead do the whole silent prayer while you're doing the prayer? Right. Well, if that happens to be the thought that, that distracts me, or maybe it's something else, but... And I, and I feel very anxious when I do it. I feel like I got to get up. My ego is telling me, "Get up, get going. Get up, get going. You got to go. You got to go. You got to go." Right. It's like I fight it to just stay there and. And do you obey the ego? Pretty much. Oh, you do. Yeah. Uh, why not go through it? Why not just let the ego die? Because I don't like that pain. Oh, you don't. No. Oh, and why not? It hurts. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm so used to avoiding it. 
I, I spent my whole life avoiding yeah, I understand. that pain. And so to now go through it is not fun. So you're not ready yet? I can't accept that. You can't accept what? That I'm not ready yet. Why not? Because life has been too hard to this point to believe that I haven't, I'm not ready yet. But if you were ready, why don't you go through it? Why don't you allow yourself to go through it? Because it has to die if you want to live. I know. It is so freaking big. Yeah. That's the problem. What does it feel like? It feels like this tightness in my chest, this like just, you know, kind of this feeling in my stomach that if I don't do something right then, I'm going to like, my insides will tear out or something. Yeah. Amazing. Not really. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think... Is Satan allowing you to see that, or God? Allowing me to see... The ego pain. God is allowing me to see it. And you don't believe he'll take care of it? I guess not. I mean, I want to believe it. Right. I really do. And I, right. my voice tells me to believe it when it's saying good things. Well, when it's saying what I think are good things. Right. Amazing. Well, you're going to have to suffer through it. There's no way around it. I know. You, and it, it feels like you're dying, but it's not you that made a home in you. It's your mama that's dying. I know, and she was a wicked woman, so yeah. it is like, no, she was. Yeah. And she killed my dad, not literally, but he chose to check out because she was too much. Yeah. At 45 years old, she'd had, he'd had enough. <laughs> he died at 45? Yeah. Really? Yeah. How old are you? 45. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So it's one way or another. It's going to go. It's like I got two choices here, I think. Did, did you write up your will yet? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> you may be out of here by December 31st. It was the 21st he died on. So. <laughs> your days are numbered. What, uh, there's no way around it, though. You have to. I know. The fact that you can feel it, you're aware of it, is God who would allow you to be aware of it. He's shining a light on it. And so it will die, but you got to let it die. I know. I know. I do know what I have to do. I'm just weak and avoiding it. Yeah. I need to do it. Any questions for me about it? <sighs> no. I, I have one little question for you, actually. I was just want, curious about. When you, when you were born again, you, you, your lust for women stopped in that moment, or did that take a while to die? What happened is when you're born again, you wake up just like that, right? But you still have that, the old nature is still there, the nature is there. But now that you are back with the Father, he starts to destroy that nature. So you still get the lust, the thoughts coming like that. But he gives you the power not to give in to it. And then you may even give in to it in the very beginning of waking up. Because what he does first is he turns the heart from stone to love. And in love, all things are possible, right? And so you still may find yourself giving into it, but you know not to judge it because you, there's nothing you can do about it. And eventually you realize one day it's gone. It's just not there anymore. And even if Satan's out here trying to tempt you with it, it doesn't have that same pull on you. Right. You don't know when it changed. It's just all of a sudden you have control over it. And then it gets to a point where the thoughts are even further away from you. You forget you used to live in your head. And so when a thought does come, you know right away you're in your head, you can overcome it just like that. Because anyone who lives in their imagination, they're, they're having a hard life. There's yeah. no peace. 
Yeah, I know. I know that's why I don't have peace. I can see it so clear yeah. that that's why I don't have it. But anyway. well, the fact that you can see it, though, is all you need. Because seeing it will change it. Just don't judge. Don't you judge that it's not changing. That's the problem. What's the I'm problem? a judgmental person, so I judge myself for not changing, right? It's, right. So it's like this circle. But if you're seeing it, you can't change it. You know you cannot change it, right? I don't think I actually believe that, and this is why, again, I don't think I have faith in God, because I, don't, I still think that there's part of me, and I believe this is where Christianity screws people over yeah. so bad, is that you think you have control over what you're doing. Right. And so you think you can control the bad behavior or whatever. You can put a stop to it. And right. You're not addressing the problem. You're just addressing a symptom. Right. And so you still believe you can change your, your spirit self. I don't believe it to say it to you, but the way I act, I act as if I do still believe it. Oh, I see. By doing what? Doubting it? I mean, by doing by what? By judging myself. Oh, I see. What do you, how do you judge yourself? I feel guilty. I feel mad at myself. I'm, you know, I feel like I shouldn't be here. Like, I should be better than this. And I know that's all pride and ego yeah, telling me those 100%. things. 100%. But it's just very hard not to listen. You can listen, but let it pass. Don't, don't give it any feedback. You know, Satan tell you, you're not changing. And you shouldn't say, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I'm like, yes, sir. <laughs> you should just notice that he's talking to you. But don't talk to it. Don't yeah. have a conversation with him. That's what I do. I have a conversation back and forth in my head. Like, yeah. Amazing. I know. But that's not you talking to it in your head. That's Satan telling you, you're, no, you know, you're not changing. And then Satan telling you, yeah, you're right. You're just believing a lie. Right. You're not the observer. You should be the observer of all that. Yeah. Like watching a movie or something. Which is like, that's the problem. Like, giving up control is the, I, I understand where the problem is. Like, I have to let go of control and realize I'm not in control of this. But something inside of me, my ego, keeps telling me, no, you got it. You're good. <laughs> and so how are you changing it? How are you expected to change it? Well, just to stop, you know, things that I don't want to do. But how are you expected to stop yourself from doing that? How am I expected to? How do I expect myself to? Yeah. I guess willpower. Oh, you can will yourself to stop. That's what I've been taught all my life, and I'm having a hard time getting that out of my way of acting. Yeah. I, can, I can agree with you when you say it. I can see it. But yet I revert back to acting as if I don't really believe it. Oh, I see. You know what I mean? Anyway, yeah, the, I might need medication. The, the, uh, <laughs> the uh, Christian church has set people up for a hard time. I know. Time. I see that so they, clear now. They have literally set men and women up to never know God. Yeah. The only way you're going to get to know God, you got to pull away from the Christian church. Yeah. Because they're as bad as the secular I think they're worse because they build your ego and they give you a self-righteousness to it as well. That makes yeah. you feel like you're good with God so you can do what you want. It's messed up. That's amazing. No, I didn't realize how bad the church was until I started. I woke up and I started to bond. I started to overcome things. And I realized that churches lie too. They know the Bible, they quote the Bible, they teach you to know the Bible, but it's a setup. Because knowing the Bible is not going to change you. No. Not at all. It just gives you a head full of words. 
amazing. And so, what am I supposed to say to you? You said what you, like this song, huh? you don't. You don't need what to say am anything. What I supposed to do? Huh? You don't need to say anything because I. I was thinking, oh, I should call up Jesse, you know, and, and talk to him about. It. And I thought, you know what? I don't need another human being to tell me the answer. I already know. I have yeah. to go through the pain. I yeah. know what the answer is. Yeah. I just hopefully don't have to suffer anymore before I'm willing to do it. Well, you better hurry up before December 26th. I'm, I know. You're, You're right. going to really be gone. At least right now, it's just the ego dying, and you're still here. <laughs> right? Yeah, I don't know. Just, uh, the way I endure the pain, I know that it's ego dying. Right. right? And I know I can't do anything. And I just let myself go through it. I don't complain about it. I don't run away from it. And it will pass. It will. He will take care of it. But it's not you. It's a thing that's in you. Yeah. And I feel that. I really do. I feel that it's not me. I feel my mother's spirit inside of me. Yeah. It's unforgiving. It's angry. It's judgmental. Have you, have you gone to her and forgiven her? Well, I can't go to her. They won't talk to me. So all I could do was send her an email oh, and okay. ask if she would Skype with me. And they never responded. So I just sent another one saying, hey, you did the best you could. I get it. You know, I'm not angry. But I think but that's part of the problem. Angry. Pardon me? You are angry. I know. I think I still am. I, I, I'm way better than I was, like, but I think it's still in there. Yeah. Why don't you just tell her in the email, I'm sorry for resenting you. I did. I told her all that. But I, I feel like there's no closure to it because I couldn't look no. her in the eye and say it. You can't force someone to talk to you, right? Right. It's just like if they were dead. Let's say your father, your mother was dead in the ground and you wanted to forgive her, but you can't because she's gone, right? By knowing yourself, that would cause you to forgive her. And so, like, she's alive, but she won't meet with you. You can't make it. Just know I'm wrong for hating her, and God would take care of it. So don't let Satan tell you, well, you can't talk to her, so she's not going to, you know, no way out. That's not true. It's of the heart. Don't let Satan tell you that. You can't forgive her. if she. You can't make the woman meet with you. No. And she won't face him or anything, right? Won't even respond to the emails. She won't even respond to that? Nice. So just realize she's evil. She can't help it. And move on with your life. Don't listen to Satan about that. Gotcha. How do you deal with your wife being so weak? Well, actually, we had an altercation because I wanted her to bring my daughter to the women's night, and she didn't want to. But I realized in that altercation that I'm at fault, not her. Why would she follow me? because I'm not leading with God's love. And so one of the things that I needed to overcome, and I told her this, is that I have to stop having sex with you because I need to overcome that. That's, yeah. I'm, I worship women. I, worship, I lust after her. I don't love her the proper way. So yeah. why would she follow? So something else I'm working on. And that one hurts even worse than the other stuff. <laughs> but what the? I got a lot to work on. Um. Okay, so why didn't you bring your daughter? To the women's night? Uh, I didn't have a dress to wear. Uh, okay, Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I wish you well with that, man. You yeah. gotta, you're not convinced that all thoughts are lies, right? Again, I agree with you when you say it, but in practice, I don't. You're not I, convinced. Personally, you're not convinced. I guess not, because I don't live like it. 
Oh, okay. But when I hear you say it, it makes sense because I have these random thoughts that come into my head and I don't yeah. know where they came from and I didn't make them. Yes. And I know they're not true, but yet I fall back into listening to that voice. If I listen to that voice, then I can't believe that every thought's a lie. Right? Are you doing the silent prayer? Yes. Every day and night? Yes. Every day and night? Yes. Oh, okay. But like I said, I don't feel like I do an effective silent prayer. I get hooked in my thoughts and off I go, which I'm sure is a lot of people's but, problem. And who told you you don't do an effective silent prayer? Me. You told yourself or Satan told you that? Well, Satan told me that and I listened again. And you believe that too, right? Yeah. Okay. Don't believe it. I mean, just the fact that you can see those thoughts is God who is allowing you to see it. So he's with you. You can't see them on your own. On your own, you wouldn't know you listening to Satan. You wouldn't know you're in your head unless God's allowing you to see that. So he's with you. Just relax. All right? All right. And stay with the silent prayer. And he, he, it's happening. You'll be fine. Thank you. Because if you didn't know, if you weren't, if God wasn't with you, you wouldn't be seeing that you're in your head. Right. Because when we are angry and not seeking God, we don't know we're living it out of our head. We think that all these thoughts are true, and we obey them, you know. But at least you're aware of it. Be patient. All right. All right. Thank Amazing. you. Amazing. <laughs> how do you know you're born, you have faith in God? Well, first of all, do you know that? Yes. And how do you know? Because I don't handle situations the same as I used to handle them. Um, probably the first thing, there's like a little distance between what's going on out there and, and what's inside here. Um, when I was angry, I would just, you know, act like an angry person or react like an angry person. But now someone could do something, make up a lie, whatever they're doing, and uh, more than likely I'm trying to figure out who what the heck is this person talking about. Uh -huh. I, it's, like, it's like almost dumb to what they're doing to me. And it doesn't, you know, at that point, it doesn't even hurt. It doesn't even bother me most of the time. Yeah. So, and then in other situations, even, I, and I kind of understand what, I forgot his name now, what he's talking about, but. Who? Um, the one who was just talking. The one that died in December? Nate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> December, December 26th. December 26th. Sometimes the I time is going fast, man. You don't have much time. <laughs> it's going by fast. Okay. Sometimes I get those this feeling like, for lack of other words, it's not the way it feels, but it, it's almost like the, your guts are getting pulled out of you in a way. You, and I literally just have to sit there and and just take it. I have no idea what's going on. I have no idea why I'm feeling this way or what, but I just, I just learned somewhere along the line just to sit there and let myself feel the way it feels yeah. and eventually it's, it's gone and I don't even think about it anymore. Yeah, you have to just let yourself feel it. You know, don't, don't smoke a joint or anything while you're going through it because we have a lot of potheads. And they're not going through anything. Say goddamn things because they're high, that life is working, and it's not. He's making a fool of them. So don't get high on anything, but just allow yourself to feel it and keep going with your day. All right? And Satan will be talking to you, 
Oh, you're not saved, you're not this, you're not that. It's all lies. There's no such thing as true thoughts about anything. All right? Yeah. Amazing. One more thing I could say about that, too. There's times that I, I get caught up in my thought, but then it doesn't take very long for me to kind of realize it. Yeah. Right? So sometimes yeah. I'll realize it almost immediately, but then other times it, I might get caught up for a little bit. But it really doesn't take very long because, I mean, I don't know why. I don't know why, but I just realized it doesn't take very long. Right. So, and then I could just be aware of it. And I real I learned early on too that I can't sit here and decide what this thought means or decide why I just did what I did or figure out this. And I'm kind of, I guess I'm kind of fortunate in that way. I didn't have to. I don't really. I'm very simple, <laughs> so I don't, really, I don't really get too, no. <laughs> too far into things. Like, I don't have to analyze every little thing that happened right. for me Absolutely. to... Sometimes I have no idea what, what just happened. I don't even try to... Like you just said a minute ago, that you know that it's, the, it's your pride or your ego dying. A lot of times, I don't even think of it like that. I just... Something just happened. Blah, blah, blah. Let's go on with the day. Yeah. So... Maybe I'm kind of dumb lucky. <laughs> um, I want Nick to respond to this young lady, then we'll move on. Yes, Nick, how do you know you, you have faith in God? Yes. And how, how do you know? Because um, there's like a level of separation between me and the world. And uh, I stay in that separation. Right. And I don't really identify with stuff going around. And I've always kind of had that, but I'm... I, like, stay with it now because I know that it's kind of God watching out for me. And, um, you know, I've always heard people say, oh, give it to God or make God first. I never really understood what that meant. But now I kind of really know. And the, th- and the people were saying, give it to God, endure yeah. everything, but give yeah. it to God. <laughs> now I know what it really, really means. It's just a saying right. with them. Go now ahead. I know what it really means because I'm going through different situations right now, like opportunities, business ventures, people I'm meeting, and, I notice that there's like a craziness that's like you got to overthink this and think about what this person said and, da, da, yeah. and I like totally ignore it and I just realize if God is watching out for me he nothing can go wrong so I have that's like right. no fear of that I just kind of and I realize that that's what that's what it means to let God guide you too and so he's like guiding me that's what he, that's what that means and so he's like guiding me in every moment it's crazy that's my that's favorite. a very good point when I when you're a son or daughter of God, opportunities happen. And he, it's God who is allowing them to happen, causing them to happen. So if you just follow the opportunity, it's going to work out. Uh, unless you believe Satan, you change it in some kind of way. But if you just do what's in front of you, it cannot go wrong. It's impossible. Okay. Unless you believe Satan along the way. Uh, if Satan says, you know what, they're going to rip you off. And you believe it, then it's over. You just mess up your opportunity. But just one step at a time, you can't go wrong. Yes, sir. And I also know that I have faith because I have, like, hope for, like, America. You know, like, there's people who yeah, are like, hope for what? For the country. I know it's, oh, it sounds dumb, but there's, I people, too. there's people who are like, this oh, it's never going back. Happening. It's never going back. It's crazy. And yeah. I'm not, like, dumb to what's going on. It's pretty bad. But I still, like, it doesn't affect my inside. I'm still kind of going through life with a hope. And I love for America. Yeah, I have no fear that this whole stuff is not going to pass. 
It can't last forever. It's impossible. And so it will pass. It's, the country is not over yet. They tried to destroy it, but they won't be able to. It just looked like it. I was at the post office, and I was filling out this little thing. And a black woman came over near where I was. She had a mask on. And when I looked around, she said, oh, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. I'm like, oh, no problem. What's wrong with you? <laughs> She's like, you don't have a mask on. I'm like, what the? They said they were just playing, lady. You could take it off. But she had a mask on and she was still running. I bet she was twice. Vaccinated. Um, but you're right. It's not over for the country. It's not over. And people are afraid. They're thinking it's over. You have faith in God. Well, I was going to say first, no, I don't. That would have been the truth. <laughs> <laughs> but, but after... I thought of you with this question. Yeah. <laughs> I knew. Now, you were going to tell the truth. Let's hear the lie. <laughs> <laughs> no, but now I, I really don't... Because I was hearing him talking about what he goes through in his head and um, how he kind of like dances with the devil, <laughs> this dance with the devil. And I feel like Ricky Ricardo, right? <laughs> I, I'm not understanding anything. <laughs> and, <laughs> oh, Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> and I had the same, um, the same kind of like, I don't know if it's a problem or just the same situation where I see my, where I like bought into the thoughts, right? And I overreact or whatever. And, but what I'm seeing is that I judge myself a lot. And that's like the first, the main reason why I get caught up on things. But. So do you, you say you don't have it or you do have faith in God? I, I said I do not know because I go back and forth with it. Cause first I see myself like, okay, I'm buying into this thought, right? Um, but I'm aware of it. I'm aware that I'm buying into the thought. And after the emotion or whatever passed, I'm aware of it, right? And then I have faith. Like, okay, I'm just going to leave it to God. And I'm going to stop judging me or whatever. So it's kind of like I go back and forth on, like, I feel like, oh, my gosh, everything is out of control first. And then I get back to my senses and then have faith, and then I just calm down. Um, so it's, it's, it's a weird, it's kind of like, that's why I'm saying I don't really know, and I don't really know how to see it until God helps me see it like more clear, I guess. And I have to have hope that He's going to show me. Um, but the fact that you were saying to Him, the fact that I'm seeing it, and then I'm even if I'm just taking baby steps towards something, you know, it means something. It I don't I shouldn't just disregard that, and I shouldn't just like give up on myself or give up on everything that God is trying to show me just because I'm not going as faster as everybody else is going or I'm comparing myself like, oh, this guy was like this or this girl was like that and I'm like here still binding to these thoughts and stuff. That is So you compare yourself to them? Yeah, I compare myself with like people when people, like I hear people, oh yeah, I'm doing amazing and stuff like that. I'm like, oh wow, like I'm not binding to any thought and I'm like, wow, I, I am buying to, maybe I'm doing something wrong, or maybe there's something wrong with me, or maybe I'm past salvation or something. Maybe what? Past salvation. Like, past it? Yeah. Like, what do you mean? Like, I'm a, how do you say, I'm a, 
like a lost case, I guess. That's how I say it. You're um, like a lost case? Yes, yes. Yeah. I, I, because I'm comparing myself, of course. Yeah. And, and sometimes people say things and you don't even know what is, uh, like, in, like, what really happens, you know, how they got there, you know. And you think it's so fast because they just said it one day, but you don't know the process, right? So I'm just trying to be patient with my process. I'm trying, <clears throat> sorry. I'm trying to be patient with my process. I'm trying to relax and not really judge myself so much and just see my little, like, accomplishments of how I'm dealing with things. Because I do, I am actually changing a lot. Like, when I met Dayton, before I came even to church, I was a mess. Like, extremely liberal, extremely, um, like, a mess, a mess. Um, I was never, like, promiscuous or whatever. How do you say that? Permiscuous, yeah. I, well, I was, but I wasn't like in the level of of. I was She's because I was. Use a nice word, promiscuous. <laughs> a slut. <laughs> but I wasn't never really that. You never been. You never really been a slut. Like like that. You like part slut. No, I was. I was what? like. I didn't have. You were once in a while slut. I didn't have sex with too many men. Like like I know people. I had How like. Many you need? I can. No, like, and I, was, and I can see myself feeling bad when I was doing those things, yeah. you know? So I was yeah. like, oh, at least I was aware, even in my fallen state of that, right? But I had other things that were worse than that. Worse than a slut? Yes. Like judgment. No, like judgment or like, oh, I see. you know, like, yeah. like thinking I'm better than anybody else just because right. I'm doing something. And so, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I can really see one year, bef- like one year ago, I'm really getting better. Like, okay. it just takes me little steps, and I'm just so focused on the wrong things that I don't see the good things that Don has, that God has built in me. Yeah. So that's why I go back and forth with faith. Oh, okay. The young lady in the black. Uh, you you have faith in God. I can't believe you changing. You look like somebody else. What the? <laughs> I hear that a lot. You look pretty. You look like a lady now. Right. You should see me in a dress. That's gonna be shocking. <laughs> wow. Yeah, maybe one of these days. There yes, is a God. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> you look really like a lady now, and not angry and stuff. <laughs> not angry, right? I have what's called a resting bee face because I can be like super happy just sitting there, like just in jubilee. But yeah. like, I'll just look like I'm pissed. Yeah, these things happen. All right. But um. <laughs> but, so, yeah. what's it like to take the earrings out of the nose? Oh, I still have men. Are they up in there somewhere? No, they're just right here. Oh, I can't see them from here. Yeah, they're pretty small. Oh, well, they're coming out. They come out sometimes. It depends on my mood and the occasion. Yeah, but you look, you look different. You look fresh, Thank you. relaxed. Right. Okay, so you have faith in God? I do have faith in God. And, and how do you know? Oh, I know that because the devil's always been trying to poke at me, screw with me. I've uh, gone through a lot of darkness that most people won't, and I thank God for that, you know, because suffering sucks. Um, but I know I have faith in God because even going through all of that, yeah. Uh, once I gave up, like, to me, like, 
she was speaking about hope, right? And before when I was holding on to hope, what came with my hope was expectations. And so once I just let everything go, not necessarily becoming indifferent, right. but just kind of like, you know, just being still and knowing, right? Um, that's when God could talk to me, and it was just like the knowing kind of talk, not just words. Right on. And um, things have been getting better. Are you doing the silent prayer? Yeah. Every day? Working on it. Every day? Yeah. Every day? Little bits of the day. I'm not, not all the time. It's like what you would say, God can't even catch up to you. But hey, it's a progress thing. What? Before you were talking to someone and you were like, what the? You, God can't even catch up to you in that amount of time. Because they, oh, they did it for like 30 seconds. But hey, oh, yeah. if I do it for 30 yeah. seconds for one part of the day, I'll oh, yeah. match it and go up to a minute. And then, <laughs> and then so on and so forth. But, so, uh, yeah. so you're not doing it every morning and night? Not all the time, but I'll hit it like, you know, midday instead of doing other things. And my bad habits have been falling away. Uh, mm. Like, I'm not drinking or smoking anymore. I'm not, yeah. So... God said to get up early in the morning and seek him. Uh, that's, that's the tough part. I'm a night owl. I thrive under the moonlight. You're like a wolf. A little bit. <laughs> we do it every morning and every night, all right? Just yes. a little bit is better than nothing. Oh, yeah, that's what I was saying. So yeah. even if I can't, you know, don't get to you in the morning, I'll find some time in the day to be still, no, just, you know, be present. If it's too hard or whatever, if the buzz in my head is too much, I'll bring my hands together, take a second, and breathe. Well, stay with it. Because yeah. I see the changing. That's amazing. What do you think about your friend changing? Um, you know, it's it's definitely a process, so it's it's definitely good. So are you like there is a God? <laughs> no, I've but I've always had faith in God, so. I knew that, you know, she would eventually get to a certain place since she still has, yeah, you know, ways it. to go. And so yeah. you can Have you can forgiven your it. mother? Me? Uh-huh. Um, I am going to do it, but I'm going, I want to wait till I'm in person. Oh, okay. So when we talked about it at the women's thing, when I got it together, oh, yeah. exactly what we needed, what I wanted to say. You, you can't FaceTime with her? I can, but I'd rather not do this FaceTime. I'd well, rather just be in person. suppose you don't live long enough to see her. Well, I guess if I die next week, then I guess that would suck. But, you know, I, I'll probably fly back up there in the next week oh. or so and be up there for a couple of days, and I'll, I'll do... Are I'll you nervous about it? Um, no, I think I was nervous before because I wasn't exactly sure what to say to each each parent, so I wanted to make sure I had that clarified before I did that. Oh, okay. Amazing. Yeah. And you're doing the prayer, right? I am. Not every day and night. But and why I not? Because sometimes I forget or I fall asleep Amazing. or I get up and I start working. That's mind-blowing. How do you forget? Well, I don't forget. <laughs> Actually, you I don't smoke forget. pot? No, God, no. I, oh. But I don't, I, don't, <laughs> I don't forget that I get up you drink? and I start no, it's not about drinking. It's about I get up for work early, so I'll get up and I get on my computer 
and then I turn on your show, and I'm like, all right, I'll do it during one of the breaks, or I'll do it when hate comes on. <laughs> Jesse, she's a workaholic. That's, that's her. Oh, I had to uh, pick up someone at 2 o'clock in the morning the other morning, yes. and I normally get up at 3, right? So I get up at 3 to do my prayer and then get ready. And so I went to pick the person up. I got back home like 12.30 or so. And I closed my eye for a moment, and the moment was gone. 3 o'clock was here. And I was so sleepy, but I had to do my prayer. I can't imagine not doing it, especially hearing the stories from people who start and stop. But I never want to lose that presence with him. And I know how tricky things can be. So it got to be the first thing, the most important thing to you is seeking the kingdom. Seek first the kingdom of God. You can't, you shouldn't have work or anything more important than that. Yeah, no, you're because your soul is more important than your job. No, totally. I agree. Yeah. I, totally, I, I definitely agree, and I will make sure I do that. Yeah, put it first. All right? Anything that's, if, if you put something else before that, you're not putting God first. He said, seek first the kingdom of God. He didn't say, do it later. Do it at lunchtime. You know, <laughs> do it on the run. So, because anything you put first in your life or anyone, you're making them your God. You really are. Yeah. Yes, sir, you had your hand, right? Okay. Go ahead. So, um, to answer the question... Oh, do you have faith in God? I believe I do now because I'm finally putting in the work. You know, faith is, it's an action word, and I'm hearing a lot of stories from you guys that you're seeing it now after all these changes. You've been applying, you know, these teachings into your life, and now you're seeing that faith is real. And that, that's what faith is to me, and I, I think that's why I know it now because I'm actually testing it. It's not just, oh, I believe in God I'm living that life from the moment that I wake up until I go to sleep. Right. With everything that I do, every interaction that I have, no matter how big or small, and that's when faith is starting to make sense to me. And like what Nick said about having hope for America, that faith allows you to accept that hope yeah. is possible for you in the yeah. life that you live and in your country. So it's definitely about putting in that work and testing your belief. You know, it's not just, oh, I believe in God and you sit at home all day and just go to church every Sunday. You have to be living it. You know, right you on. tell us to be doers of the word, and I think that's one of the most important things that Absolutely, we could be doing right now. Yeah. Every you day. Know, earrings are pretty. <laughs> <laughs> How did you decide to put the black ones on instead of the gold ones this morning? <laughs> it's a little blue. Oh, they're blue? Oh. What is it? What is it like when you they, get up? They don't come out, but they're they're coming out this fall. They don't come out. No, they're coming out this fall though. Are they glued in there? We oh, you never take them off. No. You sleep in your earrings. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going to a school that has a dress code, so I'm not gonna. They're gone. Oh, so I don't know. I guess I'm living oh, it up. Oh, the school require you wear earrings? No, they're. I'm gonna wonder what kind of school. No, is they're that? against it. They're. It's a dress code to take them out. So. Oh, I see. Yeah. And have you ever taken them out before? Yeah, sometimes. 
And do you feel empty? Honestly, there is a part of me that that thought about this. It's like, well, I was born the way that I was born. I didn't have piercings. I didn't have tattoos or anything. Luckily, I didn't get any tattoos. I thought tattoos. you were about to say you were born in earrings. No, 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 not at all. No, this oh. is a good question because I thought about this. Yeah. It's like I, I wasn't born this way to have piercings or to right. have tattoos. That's for women. They want to look pretty for men. Yeah, and I, I think that's what it comes down to. It's like peacocking almost where you're yeah. trying to to be flashy or impress. So, I know. It's amazing that someone convinced you to put holes in your ear and put on earrings. Have you ever worn a dress? <laughs> you can be honest. <laughs> They're no? coming out. They're coming out. Yeah, good, man. Um, Sammy, you believe in God. You have faith in God. Oh, yeah. And how do you know? Uh, because while I'm dealing with life, uh, I have insights as to what is going on and where someone is coming from or, yeah, like when someone has anger, um, God shows me like where they're coming from. So I know I'm living by faith. Because I trust God, um, he's going to take care of me and, and all things. Okay. So. And the reason we're having this, well, because this is a fellowship. We're supposed to edify one another. And what I want you to know is that you already know the truth. Really, we all already know the truth. And these experts have you thinking that you don't know the truth. They make you think that just because they have a, a piece of paper, or whether it's a preacher piece of paper or secular uh, piece of paper. They don't know more than you know about yourself. You know the truth. You really do. You just have to come back to it so when they, you can see when they're lying to you. These people have no clue what they're talking about. They just heard what some teacher said. Whether it's, a, it's like we, somebody was saying about Christianity. Christianity today is so watered down and so intellectual and so about it's about everything but God. It's so intellectual. And the, and the people who know the Bible, they'll just listen to some dumb preacher. And they believe, the same people who know the Bible, they don't believe you can be perfect. And the reason they don't believe it is because the preacher said you can't. We are all flesh and blood. We are all humans. We can't be perfect. Only God is perfect. But in the Bible, God said be perfect. He said, be perfect. But the preachers say you can't be perfect. And so the Bible thumpers who listen to the preacher, they go around saying you can't be perfect. Or the Bible says be holy, right? But they're like, you can't be holy. Wait until you die. Who want to wait until they die? (laughs) That doesn't even make sense. So I'm going to suffer on earth, right? And then one day, by and by, I did all this suffering on earth. And I'm going to have peace when I die. Of course I want to have it, but I want to have it while I'm living too. Because it's hell on earth otherwise. The earth is messed up. You can't trust anyone. You can't. Yes, sir. You had your hand, right? Okay, yeah. Um, So, you know, speaking about that, when, when when, when somebody 
when a Christian asks you, have you, have you accepted Jesus Christ into your heart? What? Because somebody asked me that this week and I didn't know what to say. Oh, I see. Because... And this says, a Christian asks you, mm-hmm. have you accepted Christ into your heart? You give them the finger. Y- yes. Y- y- right? Because... Because, uh, uh, because what they're saying, they have not. You can't accept Christ into your heart. Think of the number of Christians who've gone down to the front of the church and accepted Christ in their heart. Where are they? Why is the world falling apart? Why are their families falling apart? Why do they hate one another? Why do they have anger? If they have accepted Christ in their heart, they wouldn't have all that going on. It's just, it's just some, some dumb preacher told them. That's all it is. So next time it happened, just give them the finger and go your way. Yes. And uh give and, them the finger, get on your cane and hop along. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh I'd like to I'd like to make a I'd like to make a small comment on your situation. You know I can see you too, giving them the finger and hop yeah, along like, real fast. Get, get out of it. You know? Uh, but uh, but um, um you know whenever you whenever you, 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 you hear those thoughts in your head and they tell you, oh, you're not doing this wrong. You know, just just relax. Yeah, you know, just, let go. Just, yeah, let go. Like, let go of, 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 of all that you've been, ta- been yeah. taught in your life and just relax. And just yeah. let, let yourself go through with it. And that's how, that's how I, I'm coping with all of this, you know, uh, ego, right evil on. spirit. So The one that, thing I do want to tell you guys, the, the I'm, what I'm sharing with you is, is I'm discovering it in my own life, right? Because the one thing that I know is that I love, I've always wanted to know what it's like to be a son of God. Even as a kid, I wanted to know that. And because I heard you're supposed to have peace on earth, uh, Christ came so that you may have peace. Christ came that you may have a, a better life. You know what I'm saying? So the life had to be better than the one I was having. Insecure and doubtful and emotional. And that wasn't fun. Even though I was going to church and I was trying to do what the preachers say do. And none of that stuff was working. And so I finally asked God, let me see myself. He allowed me to see. And that was the beginning of overcoming all things, right? And so what I, I'm at a point now in my life. Oh, let me ask uh, Dan, uh, my expert first. Do you have faith in God? Yes. And how do you know? Because uh, I have no fear or doubt. Um, and as uh, this gentleman said in front of me, it's, it's sort of a, an action. If you, if you have faith, then the way you live sort of validates that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so when I'm learning about it, it's so amazing, too. Oh, God, I got to tell you this about Chris. May I tell you? Can I tell a little of your business? All right. So I had to yell at Chris at the office this week. And um, I had thought about it the night before, and Satan would tell me how he's going to react. You know, Satan tell you, we, you know, you know you're going to have a fight the next day, right? And Satan tell you how to beat up the person. <laughs> And so when I got to the office, I asked Chris this particular about this thing. And he answered so perfectly. 
I was like blown away. It just, it was I'm like, wow. He is now sitting at the right hand of God at the throne, right? It was so perfect. It was amazing. And I can sense he was a little, little, maybe a little nervous about having to deal with it, but it was perfect in the way that he dealt with it. And if he wasn't paying attention to himself or paying attention to what's right, I, and I'm, I don't know how four years in life and all that kind of stuff, he would have overreacted. He would have dealt with it so perfectly. And I thought that was so, it was like a witness to what is right. And so whatever you're doing, uh, boy, <laughs> it was like totally perfect. Yeah, I was like, I couldn't even respond. I just looked like, what the? <laughs> and then I tried, when I was talking to him about it, I tried to look at him like a black person, look at a white person. <laughs> I was like, what? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and it was perfect. It was, it, the answer was with love. It was no hate. It was powerful. And I say that because it's in all of us. God is with us, but we got to, you know, forgive so we can return to him as little children. And remember, here is uh, proof. There, there are a lot of proof. It's not just one thing. But, you know, I've been talking to you lately about not overreacting to things. All right. You got to not overreact. And when you stop overreacting to anything, you would see that God is with you. Because Satan tells you it's not going to work out, it's not going to, whatever, right? And you find yourself wanting to solve the problem yourself. But if you, when issues come, allow yourself to go through the issues. Really, just don't judge it. Don't get angry. Allow yourself to go through it. It'll blow your mind. It, you will see that God is with you. That's why in the boat, remember the boat that he was, the little boat they were out, he and some of the disciples, and they pretended that they believed in him. Like, I believe in you. you you're tough. I have faith in you, Jesus. And they all had a good time, had a little wine, because they were in Israel, so Israel got a lot of wine. And, uh, and so Jesus like, okay, I'm a little drunk. I'm going to take a nap. <laughs> I had two glasses. And so as soon as Jesus went to sleep, come wine, we'll make you go to sleep. A little uh, issue came. The wind started blowing. But meaning that issues came in life. And the first thing the disciples did was to freak out. They overreacted. It reminded me of you. <laughs> <laughs> they, they freaked out. And, and, and they're like, Jesus, Jesus, wake up. You know how when you, the first thing you guys do is freak out, and all of a sudden you call on the name of Jesus, right? <laughs> oh, Jesus, help me, right? And so Jesus woke up. He, he wasn't quite aware because he was still drunk. <laughs> Not real drunk. You know how wine is. <laughs> you take a little nap, you kind of overcome it. And Jesus like, what's up, guys? Oh, the, the water is shaking the boat. The wind is coming. Help us. And he's like, what the? I thought y'all believed. If you believe, you can tell the wind to be still, and it will. You can stop the water, and it will. But when you overreact, you have no faith. You got to learn to endure this stuff. You got to learn to allow yourself to go through things. Everything, it's okay. It doesn't mean you're weak. It doesn't mean God is not with you. It's you're developing that relationship with him. 
It is building faith in him. Really. He got us. He loves us. He'll take care of us. And there is something in us. When you wake up, God is with you. And you have a, the Holy Spirit to tell you, be cool. You're fine. He'll take care of it. So allow you. If somebody curses you out at the post office, let them curse. You don't have to fight back. And it doesn't mean that you're weak. Allow yourself to go. The ego doesn't want to go through things because it doesn't like to be embarrassed. It doesn't like for you to think someone else is better than you or taking advantage of you. That's all ego. There is a time to speak up and there's a time to be quiet. There's a time not to speak up. That makes sense. So you don't have to try to stop everything from happening to you. God will allow you to go through it and you become a better person for it. And it just prepares you for big things to come. You got to learn to deal with the little thing. You will see that God is with you. And it will develop your faith. It really will. Did you have your hand, Frankie? Yes. Yes, sir. Does that make sense? Stop overreacting to everything. If somebody call you a name, just be the, I get called names every day. <laughs> every day for 31 years. <laughs> I've been awarded with bad name calling. <laughs> so it's just a name. It's just a word. You are a spirit created in the image of God. So calm down and allow yourself to go through things. That makes sense? And you will see that he's with you. And it may be painful for a minute because the ego is being embarrassed, right? But the ego will die, you will, you will live. All right? So if somebody call you, jump on the table at Walmart and call you the N-word. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, going through uh, life stuff. Every time I see you, I think of that now. <laughs> <laughs> when y'all walk down, I look at the two radicals. Got their picture at Walmart now. Yeah. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah, just just going through life stuff, and it. Uh, I mean, it's so you get caught up in it. You're in it. It's about you, and uh, it's overwhelming. And so the only way out of it is kind of with the prayer. But uh, but you got to do what this young man was saying. You got to there. There has to be action with it too. You got to be still. You got to not overreact. You got to speak up. And there's a time to speak up and a time not to. You just it, it's the way of God is not the way that we've been taught, really. The way of the world is totally different than the ways of God. You know what I'm saying? And you do have to endure the pain. So what I, the way I see it, kind of look at it, is, you know, I'm putting my hand in the fire, and there's different kinds of fire, and so I can take the fire over here, but this fire over here, it surprises me, and I freak out. And so, um, so yeah, every day is a challenge, and... I'm reminded, you know, one of the Bible stories, like you just mentioned, uh, um, you know, um, the centurion in the Bible. He says, uh, just tell me what to do and I'll do it. And and Christ was amazed, you know, you if you had one-tenth of a mustard seed, mustard seed is like a little speck of dust, yeah. you, can, you can move mountains. And so, you know, that tells me that this is something that you need to do. It's an action. So, um, so at times when I'm weak or, you know, fearful, 
you know, I have to uh, not think of that, not be in that thought. I have to be in the in, be in faith that it will be taken care. Are of. Are you doing the silent prayer? I am. Okay, hundred um, percent. So just relax. You know, there's nothing like the one thing I want to you. One thing I want to tell you that when God allow you to see you talking to yourself, you believe the lies. If you just watch that, but don't stop the side of the prayer, do what you got to do, and notice that you're doing it, the fact that you see it, you're growing. It's happening. And then eventually, it'll be gone. Don't think that you're not growing because you see that you don't want to take the ego pain, right? You see that you you this, all this talk going on in your head. The fact that you see it, seeing it is what's causing you to grow. And it will take it away. Don't give up. Don't let Satan tell you, stop the silent prayer. Let everything go. It's not working. It is working. You are changing. You just won't feel the change. You'll notice one day you're not interested in the same thing anymore. You could be by yourself and have peace. You don't have to have a crowd around you all the time. It, it, it's happening. Just be patient with it. And one day you, you'll notice that you're taking the, uh, the uh, ego pain. You'll find yourself just doing it. And you won't know where it came from, but all of a sudden, you have no problem taking it. You just have to deal with it. God is changing you. It just seems to be slow, and it seems to be not happening, but it is happening. It's like a child growing in the physical. You're growing in the spirit, so be patient. All right? Do not give up, though. No, I won't. Yeah. Don't give up. I know. (laughs) I bet your wife going to be happy, huh? What a nice Christian present. He did. (laughs) Amazing. But stay with the prayer. And the fact that you know you don't want to take the ego pain is all you need. You need to know that, and he will cause it to happen. Because God knows our heart. It's about the heart. It's not about all the other junk. All right? So don't give up. A brand new biblical question. Brand new. Um... And I want to ask over here first. It's amazing how fast this time is going. The young lady, yeah, first. Me? Uh huh. You guys still married? <laughs> Remember, I performed a wedding right here. Yeah. <laughs> All we need is the ring. Um, my new biblical question: Does the scripture say hunger and thirst after Jesus? Does the scripture say hunger and thirst after Jesus? I think it says hunger and thirst after God's word. After what? God's word. After the word of God. It said hunger and thirst after the word of God. As opposed to like, if you're being particular about words, I think that's what it says. That's what it says, okay. Take back your ring, buddy. What? <laughs> no, I'm playing. <laughs> Does the scripture say Hunger and thirst after, after Jesus. I have no idea. You told me not to read the Bible, so I just come here. And I didn't tell you not to read it. I just show up here and I'm fine, so uh, I don't know. You don't know what it says? I don't know what it says. Okay. How about you, Esteban? Actually, I think it does. You think it says what? Speak it to the mic for me. I think there is a verse that says more or less that, but... She says what? More or less the hunger or thirst. After God, after after Jesus. Yeah, and I think it might tie into like 
flesh as bread is his flesh and, and wine is his blood. I'm not sure. You're not here. Okay. Aren't you a Bible thumper? No, he said that. Oh. <laughs> Regarding one thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're not a Bible thumper. Two, two things. She knows this. <laughs> <laughs> so he was, you're not a Bible thumper? No, I, I, and we, I love you still, so I'm just, that's why I went to you with that question. You're not a Bible thumper? According to him, I don't think so. Oh, okay. All right. There you go. <laughs> uh, um, does the scripture say hunger and thirst after Jesus? I think so, but I don't know. You think it does? I remember they were like eating, like at the Last Supper, and he said something about like eating his flesh and drinking his blood. But, uh, but I don't know. Have you ever heard that before? Yeah, from my friends. And they told you to hunger and thirst after Jesus? Mm-hmm. And you did it? Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, the way they do it, because they told me... Don't, listen, this is just a fellowship. It's not a test. <laughs> I'm just encouraging you to think for yourself so you know for yourself. No right or wrong here, all right? We're fellowshipping. That's all it is. So relax. It's not a test. Yeah, yes. I just don't know what that means. But the way they would do it, they would like pray and um, maybe get together to to eat and stuff like that. They'll, but they like they like to pray. That's for sure. She's looking it up on her phone. <laughs> <laughs> You've been caught. She's like so into it. <laughs> looking up on Google. <laughs> yes, that's about it. Go ahead. Yeah, so I don't know. <laughs> So you say yes, it does say it? No, I don't know. I don't know what it, what it says about it. Oh, you don't? It says something like, I don't know, it, it kind of, I don't know, I, I don't I don't know. What? It, <laughs> it talks about it. You're like a street, street preacher. I know, but there's a lot of things in the Bible, you know, I can't remember everything. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yes, sir. Is that what? So I don't know the verse, but I have a guess. And I'd say you shouldn't wait till you're hungry and thirsty because, you know, when women are hungry and thirsty, they wait so long before they eat, they get a little crazy. <laughs> so what you should do is be eating, like, small meals throughout the day, space out your meals, and don't thirst or hunger, but always be taking it in so that you're satisfied. I'm glad I came back to you. You're welcome. <laughs> Does the scripture say hunger? You, you, you know the Bible, right? Does the scripture say hunger and thirst after Jesus? No, it says hunger and thirst after righteousness. And so where did the idea come from, hunger and thirst after Jesus? I've honestly never heard that before. You never heard of that? No. Oh, okay. I just heard the hunger and thirst after righteousness. Okay. Amazing. Um, That's my biblical question for this week. Does the scripture say hunger and thirst after Jesus? All right. I don't. I, I put my little two cents in next week. Any questions about anything? Anyway. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, uh, um, well, I mean, this, this, this is kind of uh, irrelevant. Uh, but just a small question. Um, I was having a uh, conversation with uh, with uh, one of my friends. She's a fat. She's a fat woman. <laughs> uh, um, and and uh, we we were having a conversation about uh, uh, sluts. And uh, and um, I and she said that 
oh, you know, men can be sluts too. And I, and, and I said, oh, no, no, they can't. And uh, she was saying about, oh, you know, how the gays and how they lay down there and they take it. Take, and so take what, the mic away from him. <laughs> Give him the mic. Yeah, and, now, and, and so, you're making me nervous. What, 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 we'll talk about that later. What do you think Hold about that? Hold that later. You smoke pot today? <laughs> so listen, here's what I recommend because of time here. Stay with the silent prayer. The fact that you can see you're doing fine. But you got to be patient with it. Don't let, don't let Satan talk you out of it. All right? Do the silent prayer morning and night. God is with you. Because if you were not, if you, if you were not, if he was not shining the light on the, on the darkness, you would not know it. You'd be lost in your imagination. You'd be going out looking for medication to make yourself feel better and all that stuff. But God is with you. Just stay with it. All right. I've been doing it for 31 years. And you're going to be surprised at what you. I mean, how you're developing is happening. All right. And God is drawing you back to you back unto him because he loves you. He's not going to let you down. And once you are born of him, you cannot be unborn. So just be patient. All this stuff you've gotten into. In that fallen state, it only happened because you were turned away from the Father. Not if you turn back to the Father, you have the power of God, the Holy Spirit, to clean you up. It's going to happen. So don't judge it on based on things you're doing. It's of the heart. All that other stuff will fall away, and you will find yourself keeping the Ten Commandments. It will happen. Did you have your hand? Yeah, I was actually about to stop in prayer. Yeah. Yes, sir. <clears throat> um. I, I feel like I'm, it's, is it Nick? Uh, Nate. Nate. Uh, I feel like sometimes I run into the same thing in my head when I'm trying to do the silent prayer. Um, or is that I'll, like, my, you know, thoughts, I don't say they start running wild, but I can't, like, completely shut my head up. And if I do, it's like, I feel like I'm more visualizing things. And I don't know if that's normal when you're doing the silent prayer. And it's not, like, bad things. It's kind of like I'm visualizing kind of like a, like, like a file cabinet being closed and kind of just, like, putting something away in my mind. That's what, you know, I don't, I don't know if that's necessarily <laughs> the right thing. or No, you don't want to concentrate on anything. Mm-hmm. You, want, you are the observer of life. You're not the creator. Right. And so you, if you hold on to that stuff and start creating these things in your mind, you're really playing God mm-hmm. and you're listening to the lie. You just want to observe. It's like going through life. You just want to observe yourself going through life. Mm-hmm. When you're at work, observe yourself working. Uh, do what's in front of you. You can't go wrong. And so when you do get caught up in that visualization stuff, just relax and let it pass. Don't judge it as right or wrong because that's what Satan would do. Right. He would tell you, oh, it's not working. Mm-hmm. You're visualizing this stuff. Just let it go. Well, it's not, it's not, I don't feel like I'm forcing myself to do it. It just kind of happens, and I am just kind of observing, like you say. Um, I, I don't really judge what is, you know, like being visualized is nothing really ever bad. It's usually just kind of like relaxing things. Um, I'm just not too sure if that's exactly what the silent prayer is supposed to be because I'm still trying to understand uh, what it is. What it, what it does is it's stopping you it, and it brings you out of the darkness so God can take over again the way you were before you were traumatized. Uh, when you were a little kid, God was your God. 
and he guided you through life. You didn't worry about things. You, you didn't overreact until you were traumatized. Well, that's what the silent prayer does. It brings you back to that, to humble yourself to God and just let him take over. That's all you're doing. You're really just letting go. Letting go of imagination, letting go of anything that you made your God, whether it's a woman or money or things, all that is changing for you. You're really just letting go and becoming a little child again before you were traumatized. And so, but in the silent prayer, weird things happen. You know what I'm saying? But don't let Satan make you define it. Just notice, oh, today I was, whatever, right? Yeah, just notice it, but don't judge it as right or wrong. And don't let Satan tell you it's not working. Just could stay with the prayer. And you're growing in it, and it gets better and better. All right? Nice. Thank you, Jesse. Are you doing the morning and night? Yeah. Yeah. Every morning and night? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Nice. Um, And it's just a few minutes. um, But it's just a few minutes, but I, I do feel there's a change happening in my life ever since I started listening to you and yeah. doing the silent prayer and whatnot. So, I mean, I, I know it, I feel like it does work. I'm just probably overthinking it. Like, as yeah. you would say, I got to stop overthinking. So. Um, when you say for a few minutes, how long do you do it for? Five, ten minutes. Yeah. And you'll grow into it. Mm-hmm. All right. So stay with that. Don't even judge that time. Let's say you're doing it five or ten minutes. It, you know that you are, but you'll find yourself doing it more and more. Or longer and longer because you're letting go and the ego is dying because the last thing that Satan wants you to do is to be still and know God. He wants you hooping and hollering. He wants you singing and dancing. He wants you read the Bible and remember the scriptures, but he does not want you to let go. He doesn't want you to be still and know him because if you do, it's over for Satan and he knows that. And that's why the Christians are not finding what they're looking for. They're caught up in overreacting and feeling good and feeling bad and crying and carrying on. And they're not finding what they're looking for. But if they were to be still, then they can find it. It'll be revealed to them. So you're doing fine. Just stay with it. All right. Any questions? Anybody? So here's what I recommend. Stay with it. Stay with it. Stay with it. Allow yourself to die. Allow yourself to go through things. Don't run away from everything. And don't try to prove yourself to anyone. All right? Don't try to prove that uh, I'm better than or less than. Um, If you don't speak up, that's okay. Let it pass. It'll come around again. You can deal with it. You'll be ready to deal with it in the right way. All right? You want to become dispassionate. Because the world is a passionate world right now. I saw this video of, of uh, Princess Harry. <laughs> Isn't that right? Y'all seen that? I saw it on your show. Yeah. Right. How dumb. You know you weak. He went to a woman that's telling him how to get to know himself or something. And she told him, Put your, how you feel up here? And he was crazy enough. She like, put your hand here and do this. Like a monkey. <laughs> he was crazy enough to do it. So he's been wiped out. He's really being destroyed. He listened to these women. He let his wife just mess up his family life. And these people don't know what they're doing. Really. 
I heard a so-called dating coach on a, a Christian dating coach on the radio the other day giving that advice to men and women. You got to think about what kind of man you want. You got to write down what you want and the kind of qualities you want. You got to make sure you're independent first before you look for a man. All the advice you were giving out was all wrong. None of them were right. And the people like, hey, man, praise the Lord. You got to turn away from the world and look within and live from within. God is with you. So let yourself go through stuff, all right? And I don't mean everything, but stop running. Stop hiding the ego. It'll die, and you'll be free. All right? Yes, ma'am. Last question. What do you mean when you say hide the ego? You know how when somebody cursing you out at the post office? Oh, you know how when you go to the window, and they have black workers at the window? And you got to deal with attitude, and you, you have more than one transaction to do. <laughs> and you're scared to ask for the second one. Because <laughs> you know they're going off. Allow yourself to be afraid and do it anyway. Don't get mad and go off on the person in the window. You know, like, why are you so nasty today? Or something like that, right? Feel the fear of having to deal with evil. And allow yourself to feel that and do it together. Take care of your business anyway. So that's what I mean by that. Whether then, because a lot of times now you see fights at the window. Because both egos are going at it with one another. And so sometimes just, if the waiter... The person that's serving you, no smiles and angry, and, and don't give in to that. Take care of your business anyway. If you have two or three transactions, and they're like, <laughs> anything else? Yes, I have one more. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about? I do, and I have another question, but I'm not sure how to ask it. Um, Just ask. I know, yeah. Um, I'm finding that my ego is start is starting to come out in different ways. Like it manifests itself in um, silence. In what? Silence. Like not talking or mm-hmm. not um, confronting whatever it is. I guess. Give me an example of what you mean. One of them I can't talk about because we had it at the women's meeting, but. Right. Oh. Um, Stuff like that. Y'all missing women's meetings. <laughs> I thought I'd you have remember to call though. <laughs> the security guy. But do you do you kind of remember? I do. Okay. How can I forget? <laughs> I'm like, what the? <laughs> because I'm not loud and aggressive. I just choose to retreat. That's that's me. So instead of speaking up or, for yourself. I, yeah, I guess it would be speaking up or at least calling something out when I see it or calling myself out when I'm doing that also. Because um, I was thinking that ego has to be something boisterous and loud. And it's not, I'm not clear what you re- I know that women me was very, very <laughs> interesting. Mama me, I'm like, what? <laughs> so are you referring to that? Well, that's what I mean, because that was going on for months, and you had no clue. I had no idea. Exactly. I thought y'all were Christian. Yeah, like. (laughs) I thought y'all were observers. (laughs) 
women are somewhere. So what's your question about it? Well, that's what I'm saying. I wasn't super clear on the question, but I'm, I guess it's more of a realization for myself. I'm starting to see so that. So here's that's, something you can't go wrong. Whenever you hold anger against anyone, all right, it doesn't matter how they feel about it. But if you're holding anger against your fellow man, you going for, I'm sorry, for I'm wrong for being angry at you. Even if the situation is something that shouldn't have happened or mm-hmm. if the person is totally wrong or whatever, right? Cause the, the problem with you is not with mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Because no one can bring anything out of you that's not there. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And so, I'm sorry, guys, I can't tell y'all what happened. <laughs> no. Let me try to peep in the window next Thursday. Oh, you want to know. <laughs> this was better than a movie. <laughs> that was a horror show. It was shocking. But that's but, uh, what I'm talking about, where your ego can attack you in ways that aren't as obvious as they used to be. But when it does, be glad to see that. Mm-hmm. Because... The only reason you can, you're mad at someone or whatever it might be is because your ego has been offended. Right. You know, because when you have love, perfect love, you cannot be offended. Mm-hmm. You, you're nothing but forgiveness all the time, right? Because you can see. So if your ego was offended, that's your fault and no one else, right? Mm-hmm. And so don't blame the person for offending your ego. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, but if you are mad at them or you're holding some against anyone, mm-hmm. go and, and admit, I'm wrong for doing this. I'm sorry. Right. And then be done with it. Okay. But you can't make them say, I'm sorry, or I'm not a sorry. Don't expect anything. Well, yeah, because that would be imposing my will. Like I said, I'm, just, I'm starting to recognize that, like I said, my ego is not as aggressive as it used to be. Right. It's getting me in little sneaky ways. And I'm, I'm starting to see that now. Yeah, be aware yeah. of that. And just be aware of it. And it's changing. All right? Just be aware of that and it's changing. What are you talking about? Oh, no, she was saying something to me. What? I was just saying, oh, God. <laughs> no, Maybe I was you just. You should sit over on this side of the room. No. <laughs> but I was telling, I was just saying to her that sometimes, um, like, one of the ways I see it is that it masks itself in, in self righteousness. <clears throat> Oh, where okay. I'm like, and just notice really, that. Be glad to see that. Yeah, and I don't catch it until way later when nobody's there, when right. I can tell them, like, oh, that was me being self-righteous. But yeah, <laughs> but I do see it when it pops up. And like I said, I'm just saying it to say, like, I recognize it's sneakier than it used to be because right. now I, I feel like I can see it, but maybe I can't. So uh, It's God showing you to not you. He's showing you that that thing is not you. Mm-hmm. Even if you see it days later, right? Yeah. Just realize that's not you and be glad to see that and it's changing. It will it is changing. The spirit of love is greater than the spirit of hate or ego. All right? Okay, one last thing and then I'm done. <laughs> what about when or what is it when a person can see what they're doing and recognize it but still push forward in that bad behavior? Uh, they're not ready for a change yet. Or they just can't help themselves. Mm-hmm. Because for a while you're going to see it, but yet you'll find yourself still doing it. 
That's where I'm at right now. Right. Yeah. But the fact that you see it is changing. It really is changing. Because you know, before I couldn't see it. And it right. was just, I just thought that was life. It's just old habits and stuff that we got into, which was evil. Yeah. In that fallen state. Mm. And the fact that you can see it, your house is being clean. You now have the, the power of the spirit to change it. The Holy Spirit, Christ sense. is with you, God is with you. Mm-hmm. And so don't freak out. Okay. The fact you can see it is changing. Okay. That makes sense? It does. You clarified that for me. Thank you. And don't let Satan tell you it's not working. It's working because God is allowing you to see it. If you didn't see it, then it wouldn't be working, meaning that you wouldn't be changing. So just relax, y'all, all right? Try not to smoke the pot. Stay away from it. But let's say you just got to, got to, got to, got to have it. Be aware of yourself smoking it. Eventually, you won't, you won't do it. All right? And don't hold anything against anyone because they can't help it. Just like we can't help it, they can't help it. All right? Don't hold anything against anyone for any reason. We're all born in sin. That makes sense? That way you'll be the light of the world. You'll be the love of the world. That's what the world needs. We need love. And don't let Satan tell you, oh, I don't like him. I don't like her. She's just no good. That doesn't mean you got to hang out, but just don't resent. Just don't resent and you'll be fine. It's so easy and simple that you're missing it when you overreact. Stop overreacting. All right? Okay. Um, so do the silent prayer. Stay with it, no matter what. And whomever fall away from it, let them fall away. You stay with it. And you're going to see that you're growing in love. And God loves us more than you can ever. And he's renewed our mind. He is changing our environment. It's amazing what's happening, all right? And it doesn't mean you got to hang out. Eventually, you're going to love being by yourself anyway. You're just going to love that downtime. It's so amazing. Um, and so my biblical question, does the scripture say hunger and thirst after Jesus? And any, uh, this is your first time. Any questions about anything? No, sir. Was this helpful for you? Very helpful. Oh, okay. Stay with the prayer and stuff, all right? All right. Your head cold? My head cold? <laughs> No, I just, I got tired of holding it here like this. Oh. Yeah. Because <laughs> we going. are in a building. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. So, uh, so stay with the Happy Memorial Day uh, announcement. We are having, I think, the men's forum this week, right? Yeah. Is this the first Thursday coming up? Yeah. Okay, men's forum this Thursday. So, guys, come on down. All right? And uh, don't forget to like, follow, and tweet. Subscribe and all that good stuff. Uh, and donate. I definitely appreciate it. We are having a men's conference August 14th in Orlando, Florida. Go to rebuildingtheman.com for your tickets. And they're going fast. Don't forget to, uh, that Sunday morning we're having church for everybody and their mama. All right? So you can bring your ladies, but they can't come to the. Why somebody going to bring their woman to the conference? <laughs> can my woman just sit in the lobby? No. Because she'll hear through the walls. So, no woman that. <laughs> all right? So, thank you all. Appreciate it. Stay with the prayer. Doubt every thought. And life is amazing. All right? Thank you for tuning in. Thank you all for coming. I appreciate it. <laughs> amazing.